Well, thank you for joining us this morning on Tetelestai. We are continuing the message we began last week for the new year, A Fresh Start. And we've looked at the letters in the word fresh as an acrostic and each one's standing out in significance as to principles and truths that will, once we allow these things to be our experience, will guarantee and ensure a new beginning for us each and every day. Faithfulness, relationships, encouragement, sanctification, God in the process of conforming and shaping us to the image of his son. That is part of the process of a new beginning. And we will continue talking about this importance of sanctification and then leading into the final letter H, which we'll see stands for hope. So it's Holy Spirit's job to produce this fruit, just like it's the plant's responsibility to do what? Receive from the sun, receive from the rain, receive from the air, just receive. And you know, when you have a garden, if you like to garden and you like for plants, as my, my wife likes to do that, she has to constantly be tending to them, making sure the weeds are done, taken out, removed making sure that there's proper soil, all those things so that she can create the best environment for that plant to grow in. A lot of times we think, oh, it's our job, it's our responsibility to tear out the weeds. Let me get in here and start ripping out some weeds in my life. Do you know what? There are probably things, habits in our lives that we know are not God's best for us, but do you know that sometimes that it's not until the 29th step down the way in the walk that God wants to deal with that, he doesn't want to deal with it down here at step seven or eight. And if I start messing with weeds that God's not going to deal with down until way down here, I'm going to have problems here. It's God's responsibility to start pointing out. And then when he starts pointing out the weeds that need pulling out of my life, he's going to be the one to help me do it and show me what to do and how to do it and when to do it and all of those things. It's not going to be me making this great big, oh, I'm going to go in here and I'm going to change and I'm going to be this and all that kind of stuff. No, again, my responsibility, just what Jesus told Peter when Peter was wanting to know about John, well, what about him? What about him? What's going to happen to him? And Jesus turned around and said to Peter, Peter, you don't worry about him. You follow me. That's the only responsibility you've got. You follow me. That's my responsibility and yours. You follow me. Jesus says, follow me. And he will grow us up. He will make us unique. He will make us distinct. He will make us like himself. And a year from now, if we'll simply allow him to do what he wants to do in our life, we'll stop and we'll look back over our shoulder at this year and we'll think, hey, you know, I didn't realize this thing changed in my life and I didn't even, I wasn't even something that I was focused on. That struggle that I used to have with this, I don't, I don't have that struggle anymore. And it's not because I was trying, it just happened. And I look back and say, wow, you know, that's, that, look what God did. And I didn't even realize it because he keeps giving me fresh starts. Every day, it is a new beginning and we move forward. And it's good sometimes when God is in the process of making us unique and different, he invites us into something that can be scary, a challenge. And that challenge many times may expose a weakness that we didn't know was there and we we'll, would never have seen it had we not been challenged to step into something new. So there is a sense in which there's courage that's going to be required on our part too, to trust him that he knows what he's doing and what he's inviting us into. 
and we have to take the step. You know, Peter, Lord, if that's really you, bid me come to you and walk on the water. Jesus is out on the water. Come. But who had to make the ultimate choice to get out of the boat? Peter did. He was invited. Jesus was waiting. Assured him of everything being all right. Come. But Peter had to make the choice. And you and I, there may be times this year when Jesus is going to say, come. He's going to ask us to put our leg out over the side of the boat and get on the water. But it's in the process of him doing some things in us, growing us up. He's going to encourage us because of our relationship with him and we can depend upon his faithfulness to us. We can rest in that because he's always about giving us a fresh start. And then the final word is this. Hope. All of us know how important hope is, don't we? We've all faced things in our lives where we needed just a little bit. Just a little bit of hope to get us through. Hope is absolutely essential to surviving every day. And again, it's something that God does in us. Think about the progression of this. If I'm living every day resting in this reality, he's faithful to me. My relationships that I'm in, I'm seeking him. I'm, I'm, I'm available to be what I need to be as a brother and sister in the body of Christ. And I'm receiving from brothers and sisters. I'm getting encouragement from Holy Spirit every day in various ways. I am being made more holy and more unique. And I'm becoming Christ-like. When all of these things are flowing together, it leads to me living constantly with this in my heart. I've got hope. I've got hope. I mean, think about the, the people that, you know, when, when, when we get in the hospital and people are sick, we're always waiting for that one good word from the doctor, even if it's this little bit of change. And what is what do we get the moment we have that from them? Hope. Hope. There's light at the end of the tunnel. There, 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 is, a, there is a future out there. The Lord wants us to live with hope. And, and, and this is the reality. With all the stuff that's happening in the world today, the wars, the upheavals, the prognostications of World War III, the prognostications of economic collapses, the prognostications of political chaos, and not just this country, and, but all and countries all around the world, the upheavals, the martyrdoms, the persecutions, the all of the things that can be so depressing and so fearful... If we let tune our ears, but the thing is, and, and tragically, this comes across to the world many times. Jesus did not found the first church of Chicken Little. He didn't establish a group of people who were constantly worried about the sky falling. The group of people that Jesus established and brought to himself were a people who were full of hope. A people that were full of hope. And you and I are a part of that glorious people. And we should be and can be filled with hope each and every day. We'll continue talking about this hope tomorrow, Lord willing, when we get back together. May the joy and peace of Christ fill your life to overflowing today.